Welcome to the Eat Like a Mother podcast, where we take complicated topics surrounding hormones and metabolism and make them simple and applicable to your daily life as a woman. I'm your host, Castie Wellfell. My hope is that you walk away feeling empowered to start taking radical responsibility for your health and lean into this body God created for you. Are you ready to eat like a mother? Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Eat Like a Mother podcast. Today we have a really special guest. I'm really excited to bring on my friend Ashley Pfau. Um, She and I have bonded over all things minerals and thyroid health and everything. So I'm really excited to have Ashley here today and today we're going to talk about something really fun, something that I think is really important that women no. And that's the importance of your nourishment throughout your pregnancy and during your postpartum period in order to improve your outcomes postpartum. And Ashley actually has a really cool story um, that I think will be really beneficial for y'all to hear as to the differences in pregnancies that she's had and the experiences that she's had and how she's helped improve her outcomes postpartum. So can you tell us a little bit about that, Ashley? So I have five kids. I have a seven-year-old and I have four-year-old twins and I also have five-month-old twins and like spontaneous twins, no fertility treatments, not identical. So we did not expect them. They don't run in the family. None of those things. They do now, I guess. <laughs> they did not run in the family. Um, so, yeah. so, um, my first postpartum, I'd like to just compare the twins because I don't know, the circumstances are just like wildly the same, but the outcomes are so different. So yes. my first set of twins um, postpartum, like straight up a hot mess. And it wasn't my first kid. So I like knew about postpartum. You know, I, I thought I was going into this, like, I know what's going to happen. I know how it'll be. I was... I had so much postpartum anxiety. I mean, I know I never went to the doctor and was diagnosed, but I was so anxious over everything. Like any little schedule change, any little, like I was so hung up on every like textbook problem with babies that the internet makes you think is a problem. Like, oh, they're not (laughs) sleeping for this long. They're not eating this. They're not doing this. Like I was so stressed about it. I was like just snappy at everybody else in my family I didn't eat (laughs) looking back I I, I, and what I think is so terrible is all that's pounded into your brain when you are nursing is drink water drink water drink water drink water drink water that Mm -hmm. is like all I heard and I did drink water like I pounded water which looking back probably did more harm than good at (laughs) what I was looking to do So I, that's like a huge pet peeve of mine is when people, when, especially first time moms, because you don't know, you're relying basically on everyone else's experience. Um, I would rely much more heavily on a mother's experience than what my male doctor says about breastfeeding. Like, yes. So, (laughs) and all they say often is drink water, drink water, drink water, which, you know, their intent is good. But so I was pounding water. I was doing what I thought I should be doing. I was so, like, I just figured this out the other day. Like, I just realized this. I had such, and it sounds harsh, but, like, this is the truth. I had such little empathy for Mm. my baby. Like, 
I obviously I loved them and I took care of them and I cared for them and they were like precious and I couldn't live without them. But like when their schedule changed, when something went weird, mm-hmm. like in their life, I was like, what's your problem? <laughs> like, why aren't you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Like I had was had such a short temper with infants, oh which sounds so crazy now. But like in the moment, it, you're you're irrational. Mm-hmm. Like obviously lack of sleep makes you irrational, but then undernourishment is what makes you, I think, 10 times more irrational. Yes. So I, this time, um, fast forward, I prepped my body before pregnancy, replenished minerals. I was super intentional during my pregnancy, consumed more calories than I've ever consumed in my life. Um, I was hydrating with more than water, with milk, with juice, with salt in my water, with electrolytes. Um, and I, it's all through labor. I did all this through, through labor. My labor was totally, I mean, like when I'm talking, my postpartum was different. I mean, like two hours postpartum, it was different. Like wow. that quickly of a shift where I can be like, this is already going to be better. I can already tell. And notable these second twins were born in the middle of the night my first set was born at 10 or 1 p.m this set should have been worse yeah (laughs) your baby's born at two in the morning that is hard yes (laughs) Um, so um i was so intentional and i just thought of this the other night because these two these twins are definitely like my hardest quote-unquote babies Mm. like they are boys are way needier in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> they just want to be on you. They're very like particular, which is fine. Every baby has their own personality. But like they are my hardest babies, but this is my easiest time with babies, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. And I like they're 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 cutting so many teeth. My babies get teeth at like two months, like absolute monsters. But <laughs> <laughs> So Charlie is getting his two top teeth and he's five months old. Oh my gosh. So he'll have four teeth and Luke's getting another tooth. So like they have a reason why they're upset, you know, like I'm sure that's terrible. Yeah. Looking back at my first set, I for sure let them cry way longer than I should have because I was so unbelievably overwhelmed with them in the middle of the night. I just was like, you're fine. You're not hungry, which was true. They weren't hungry, Mm. but like this time I'm like I can't even imagine doing that yeah I'm I'm so much nicer this time but truly I remember reading and I wish I could find it again it was talking about your mineral needs and your metabolic needs when they're met when your body is like not starving uh, minerally calorically everything you actually have the capacity for empathy you cannot hand out and take on those feelings of empathy. Because what is empathy? Having their hurt in your heart. Mm. You cannot take that on with empty stores. Your body physically can't even handle it. I I just, I'm like, that is like, maybe some moms are going to listen to that and be like, oh my God, you're terrible. That's horrible. <laughs> but like, you get so overwhelmed. And it was just like this, this, epiphany moment I had the other night where I was like I don't feel that sense of straight I don't know like terror of of being so drowning that I had the first time and and these babies are like quote-unquote harder 
than my first set. So, and that's, I attribute that 100% to minerals because there's nothing I'm doing differently other than nourishing my body. That's insane. And I think this is something that's really important that all the moms listening hear, because when I pulled, I pulled my Instagram a couple of weeks ago and, you know, I just asked questions like, did you feel prepared in your prenatal nutrition? How did you feel about your pregnancy nutrition? And then did you feel prepared for postpartum? And most everyone said they felt pretty good about their preconception nutrition, that they felt pretty good about their pregnancy nutrition. But then like across the board, every single person, I think it was like 98% said they were not prepared for postpartum. Like it just through them for a loop. And I think that's really important for especially first time moms to hear. Cause like I wasn't prepared at all at, for my first postpartum period. Like I, same thing, like I was a mess. I was drowning. I was depressed. My hair was falling out. My skin was freaking out. Like I was, it was just horrible. I remember one time looking at Sparrow and being like, you're not my baby. Like, and that sounds so bad, but I was just like, I felt no connection at one point. And again, you know, I loved my kid, just like you said, like we love our children, but it was just like, I was so tired. I was so depleted. Um, And I think you hit the nail on the head. Like, I don't think I even had the capacity for empathy, but now, you know, with Ollie, like my postpartum was a breeze. And what did I do differently? Same thing. Like I ate three to 4,000 calories a day during pregnancy, during postpartum. I drank, you know, tons of raw milk. I was doing raw egg yolks and beef liver and all of the good things and night and day difference. And so can you talk a little bit about some of the more specific things when you talk about minerals? What do you mean were your biggest contributors to your mineral, replenishing your mineral needs going into your second set of twins? pregnancy because twins is a big thing you know (laughs) yeah for sure two full-grown humans yes Yes. and yours (laughs) are what uh, seven pounds each seven and a half yeah yeah those are those are freaking huge babies like (laughs) yeah so they were yeah they were my biggest babies too um but I think when you were talking how like most people feel prepared for the for pregnancy before pregnancy and then postpartum hits them like a load of bricks is because all of a sudden, because when you are preparing your body for pregnancy, if you have the luxury of planning a pregnancy, you're thinking about the baby during pregnancy. You're thinking about the baby postpartum. You're still thinking about the baby. You don't think about what you actually need mm. to take care of the baby. We don't think about ourselves. I don't think well, it's just like when we were our first kid, <laughs> we like drove around this crappy car and then we got pregnant. And we're like, oh, my God, we got to get a safe car as if like our lives weren't valuable. But like, <laughs> clearly we should have had a safe car in the first place. <laughs> but it's like we just don't think about ourselves. So like just taking that like tiny p- piece of truth, like your body, you need to nourish yourself to nourish a baby mm-hmm. out of the womb just as much as in the womb. Mm-hmm. So don't ignore that just because the baby is out of your womb you still need to nourish yourself to take care of that child Mm. breastfeeding or not like you still need to take care of that baby and you need to be the best version of yourself so um minerals most honestly my biggest 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 contributor was just eating more i for sure under eight not intentionally i never intentionally was dieting 
I just wasn't hungry. But as we know, our bodies are very smart and they're not going to tell us we are hungry if we continually ignore them day after day after day. So my body wasn't telling me I was hungry. So I wasn't eating. Um, I was also choosing prior, um, you know, like chicken, turkey, lean cuts of meat over beef. So this time I, we, we had half a cow in our freezer. I prioritized beef. We have beef every single day. Um, I was not afraid of choosing bread or crackers or whatever over a vegetable prior. I would always choose a vegetable over Mm. some starchy carb. This time I was like, give me all the butter and potatoes. Give me all the sourdough bread. Yes. Um, just that. Um, orange juice, like I was like, why would I drink juice? Juice is just sugar. Like that's what I believed. <laughs> like yeah. a lot of people believe. Um, yes. I now I drink, you know, two giant things of adrenal cocktail every day and feel such a sense of calm that I've never felt in my entire adult life, in my childhood probably. Like <laughs> I, I don't have the like constant. And it was fight or flight, the constant, like your head's on a swivel. You're thinking about a thousand things at one time. You're like, boom, 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 all the time, which so many women are, especially when you're preparing for a new life in this world, you are not slowing down to just appreciate the here and now, which is obviously all we want when we have a baby in our arms is to just like try to soak in every moment of it and actually enjoy it, which everyone tells you to do. And then you're sitting there and you're like, I can't. Like, I, all I'm thinking about is, okay, they ate now. When are they going to eat next? When should they sleep? What should I do? I should do the dishes. I should do this. I should do this. Like, all those things matter so much less when you are not hungry. Yes. <laughs> so eat food. That is my biggest tip of really, and that sounds so stupid simple, but that was my biggest contributor. And then, like, obviously, beef liver was huge. Um adrenal cocktails were huge magnesium was super helpful for me but really none of those things like obviously we talk about this a lot those are supplementing a foundation your foundation has to be enough food yes or you can't you can't your body can't do it all on nothing you don't run on air (laughs) you run on calories yes it's wild I I met a woman at the park today and you know, I was telling her the same thing that I talk about all the time, but I was just like, I feel so stupid every time I'm talking with a woman who's having these like really severe symptoms. And my answer is, you know, you need to eat more food. Like it's, it seems so dumb to say that, especially when like you've been cast aside maybe by a doctor or maybe someone has said, oh, this is just a normal part of having a baby. Like, it doesn't have to be that way. And really, I believe like 99% of your problems can be solved by simply eating more food, you know, 100%. Yeah, like there's a huge hormonal surge that happens after you have a baby after you delivered the placenta, like there are natural hormonal changes that are happening. And what happens when your hormones fluctuate, you need more minerals, like that's just the physiological truth your hormone production requires minerals and without adequate mineral intake through real food you're going to have all kinds of issues because your hormones can't go back to what they were pre-pregnancy you know so it's just it's insane it's insane that 
we're not taught this, you know? Yeah, not at all. Not, not, I don't think there's, I mean, even when I was a first time mom and I was looking for education, like resources in my community or um, online resources really wasn't a thing yet. <laughs> Social media hadn't made its presence. Um, but like, there's nothing for postpartum. It's like labor, pregnancy, car seat safety, choking. There is nothing about your body and what you need postpartum. Even when you leave the hospital, there's nothing. Like, they're just like, um, if you're bleeding out, come back. <laughs> okay, yeah. thank you, bye. Like, that's it. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's wild. It's wild, especially, yeah, I mean, you. I feel like we get so much during pregnancy, or at least we should get so much during pregnancy, and then it's like, here's a new life, good luck, you know? <laughs> so can you tell me a little bit, aside from the emotional experience that you had postpartum tell me a little bit about some of your physical symptoms because I know you know it's really common for women to experience massive hair loss and digestive issues and skin issues and things like that so did you notice a difference between that in your first set of twins versus your second set of twins so actually this is super interesting I think because my first not my first set of twins, but my first pregnancy, um, when I weaned her, when she was about a year, my skin lost its mind. Like even through my pregnancy with my twins, my first set of twins, I could, I had like lots of cystic acne, lots of scarring, um, like terrible, terrible acne. Um, and then it actually, it's like it flip-flopped. It cleared up a little bit when I, I had my first set of twins. But, like, my skin in other ways, like, my eczema went crazy. Mm. I was getting um, wild hives, like, for no reason. Like, like again, not for no reason. Your your hormones are crazy postpartum. So, like, within the first th- three months, I would wake up in, like, crazy night sweats mm. um, with crazy, like, itchy hives every morning. Um, like my my digestion was well I didn't I didn't eat so like I it didn't matter like I I I avoided so many foods for probably 12 years of my life because my digestion was so shot so Mm. like I really couldn't tell the difference because I avoided literally everything um I ate like I ate salad with no dressing I ate chicken breast I ate like I couldn't handle (laughs) anything for real I would throw up I would I would be so ill it was horrible um so like that was like normal to me (laughs) so I didn't like think twice about that Mm. um but I was I look back at pictures and just like my physical like obviously appearance but like I just looked like dull if that makes sense like I looked drained like Mm. I had bags under my eyes and everyone's like, well, duh, of course you do. You have newborn twins. But this time people are like, wow, you look great. And I'm like, I could do without the wow, but thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't be so shocked. Okay. But like, I was fine. My skin was amazing. Like I did have some hair loss this time, but I hadn't had any hair loss in all of my pregnancies. And I think it just came out in different other ways, which I was like, I noticed it around three months. I upped my liver. I upped my calories. I upped my milk. 
and I was actually just going to update this on my Instagram again because it's been a little over a month. It's basically done. It stops. It stops within three weeks. Like, and I don't have any, like, I don't think I have any receding hairlines or bald spots. So (laughs) I think we did a good job. (laughs) (laughs) So like, it's just amazing to like take action on what you're like putting in your body and then see your body like reciprocate it and be like, thank you. That's what we wanted and move on. Like my skin's the best it's probably ever been in my life. And I'm nursing twins and I'm still relatively new postpartum. I mean, five months isn't wildly a wild long time. Um, And I have had, I mean, no, like no night sweats, no hives, no nothing, nothing, which is like, insane crazy to me yeah Yeah. because I'm like I just not that I not in the in the in the context of like I just went back to my regular life but really like I had babies and I was like okay my body is mine again like I didn't go through this purging period it was it was very interesting to see like my digestion was interesting for a while but also I'm like my organs really have to move a lot yeah <laughs> like they moved I was very, I was probably me- I think I measured 51 weeks when I gave birth oh my so gosh. my organs had a number to, they really had to move around a lot and that's honestly what I contribute that to <laughs> yes but yeah so it's it's crazy just you don't have to be miserable postpartum and that's like what's taught like you have to go through the ringer to like be able to enjoy your baby like you have to suffer for this baby and it's like no that's not healthy for the mother that's not healthy for the baby to have a mother in distress at all times yeah like and then they have to worry about actually like you know keeping the baby alive (laughs) keeping your milk supply up we don't have to worry about these other insane things like our skin going crazy um hives rashes like all this other stuff that's going to push your mental state straight over the edge because you can't handle any more that's on your plate when you're a new mom like that is enough keeping a new human alive is enough (laughs) yeah it's insane I I think that when you're nourishing your body you start to get more in tune with how your body is responding to things and so like you said when you notice some postpartum hair loss you knew oh okay this is my body telling me I probably need some more minerals I probably need a little bit more help and you gave it to your body and she turned right back and said okay great here's your hair like Mm -hmm. you know and I think when it comes to watching our kids and keeping a new human alive is a better term um you know studies have shown that children infants reciprocate the feelings that mothers are experiencing and so just like you said, if you're constantly in a state of fight or flight, that's going to be hard on your infant. I think a lot of women have to get out of that mindset of it's wrong of me to nourish myself. It's wrong of me to take this time to make sure that I'm eating enough. No, like it's actually, this is how you're going to keep your baby alive, especially if you know, you're struggling with breastfeeding and milk supply and things like that. Like if your body is undernourished, it's not going to be concerned with keeping another human alive. Like it's going to use all of your mineral stores to keep you alive. It's going to do everything. I think we talked about this in our mineral challenge that we're doing on Facebook right now. Like your body is not concerned with growing hair when it's stressed out. Your body isn't concerned with producing milk when it's stressed out. Your body is not concerned. I mean, women postpartum, 
can be as extreme as women losing teeth. Like that's a common symptom of pregnancy and postpartum is women losing teeth simply from their body utilizing all of their mineral stores to keep them alive. Like that's the kind of extreme suffering that women go through that doesn't actually have to happen if we can properly nourish our bodies. You know, it's just wild to me. It is. And yeah, we are not taught or encouraged to, you need to put your ba- your fed, changed, cared for baby down in her crib. Let her cry while you eat a full meal. Like that is better for your baby than you trying to shovel food, trout, shovel like a protein bar down or half a cheese stick or a cup of coffee to go hold your baby. You need real food more like postpartum you need more attention to your food more than than ever like so do not feel guilty for taking care of your body it just blows my mind that i i can't believe like the six-week checkup is like a thing where it's like you're cleared for exercise like that those words come out of a doctor's mouth makes me want to vomit like (laughs) oh good oh my god thank you I've just been dying and so bored with all this time on my hands to go do some workouts like shut up oh my god like do and then this that pressure is immediately put in their brains like oh oh I should be should I be should I be exercising right now oh I should be watching what I eat right now I should be getting thin right now I should be worrying like and guess what when most women's milk supply tanks is around the 10 week mark. Mm. Like, so what do you think happens within that month? Six, a month and a half, they're cleared to exercise. By two months, their body's like, well, frick this, dude. We can't, we can't do this. We can't make milk when you're burning all our calories, running and doing all these crazy workouts all the time and not feeding us. Like, yeah. it's so like on paper, you can look at it and it makes so much sense. But like, when you're living it, you're just like, think you're doing the right thing because it's what everybody does yeah but nobody talks about behind closed doors how you know how their mental state is suffering postpartum or how their skin is crazy or their hair is falling out yeah maybe you can go run again but like how's all that how's your digestion can you not eat a single thing did you become intolerant to every food on the planet because that's not a sign that you're thriving yeah I think that is Again, I feel like I keep saying this. That's this is so important, but it's so important because there's so much pressure on women after having a baby to get your body back or whatever. Um, and so, you know, what do we do? Cut calories, start running, start exercising, start doing all of these things. Like, and exercise is good. You know, I'm I'm right. totally pro exercise, but it is a stress on the body. And when we right. can get in the mentality that your body views all stress is the same. You know, exercise is a good stress, but it is a stress. And so if you're not adequately nourishing your body, it's going to cause issues. And what you said is is so poignant. What's going on behind closed doors is the most important because sure, maybe you could, maybe you're super thin and you lost all of your weight postpartum really, really fast. And everybody is like, wow, you're so skinny. Did you just have a baby? That's so great. But if you're dying And you can't even look at your child. You can't offer compassion to maybe you have other children and you're just like a snippy mom because you are so depleted. Like that's a problem. That's 
more of a problem to me than having a little extra fat on my midsection. Like I want to make right. sure that I'm kind and that I'm um, tempered with my children. <laughs> and most of the time I can tell you when I am feeling on edge, I probably need to eat. Like that is my cue. And I mean, you see memes about that all the time on Instagram and Facebook and everything. Like we know that hang hanger is a real thing, but like physiologically, that's a real thing. Like your body yeah. can't produce the emotions of kindness and grace from a malnourished state. I mean, no. I'm sure you, you cannot be a sane person when you are hungry. That's all there is to it. Like yes. you can't be consistently starving and think you are going to display the manners and the characteristics that you should. Like your body is screaming at you in one way or another. It's going to be evident. Yeah. Gosh, this is all, this is so good. So really our takeaways, our biggest takeaways here are number one, eat enough calories. As a mom that is breastfeeding twins, how many calories a day do you roughly eat right now? Right now they're five months. Well, okay. From the beginning, like first three months, which is like why I focused really hard on the first three months is because the first three months, your babies are, you're making milk on hormones, like all from you. Like you're, they're not, you're making milk based on what you do, not really like hunger cues from your baby, not like supply and demand yet. Mm -hmm. It's just like hormonally, you will stop making milk even if you have supply and demand in those first three months. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So I was like, I this is on me. I have to do this. I was eating at least probably 3,200 a day. Amazing. Like that was like, I have to get 3,000. And I failed at that like multiple times. Like it's not like I, it was easy. It's not easy. That's like, a big factor. It is not easy to do. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not just, you don't accidentally do that. Um, because I'm eating real food. Like I'm not, yeah. you know, we're not talking like 3000 calories from fast food and Oreos and chips and all that, like real food. Yeah. So now I'm probably around like 2,800. It depends. Now I can listen more to like, Oh, I'm really hungry today. Um, I'm, I'm less hungry today. I didn't do much today, blah, blah, blah. But I'm still always, people are probably like, oh my gosh, I'm less hungry today and you're eating 2,800. Like I'm still yeah. eating far more than many women are eating. And I'm trying to like, actually right now it's interesting. I'm I'm tracking so I make sure I eat enough, which a lot of tracking is, I have found, um, I always disclaim this when I when I have consults with women, like if it's triggering to you, do not track in my fitness pal. Like, because that can be triggering to a lot of diet culture, people who came from eat, not eating enough and diet culture and fitness culture yeah. or whatever. Um, so track a different way, but I've been tracking to see where my macros are and I'm trying to increase my carbohydrates Heck yeah! and decrease my protein a little bit just because otherwise I will be so freaking full if I keep my protein up and my carbs up. But I it's interesting. I'm just interested to see now that I'm in tune with my body, like how I feel switching it. Like it's 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 really a cool thing to be so in tune with your body to like, oh, I can tell this is doing something different because I'm eating more of this and less of this and more like it's it's I've never had that. Like I just ate and was like, I don't know, that's fine. But like I can tell when I eat a ton of protein how my body feels. I can tell when I eat a little bit less, which we're still talking well after grams of protein a day. Like that's minimum. We're still going to be over a hundred, but yeah, I eat like probably 300 carbs a day and 
I'm not gaining any weight guys like <laughs> like it's it's wild yeah during my first pregnancy I was told not to eat carbs um because I would gain too much weight and like I didn't gain I didn't gain much weight with sparrow like I think I gained 26 pounds and lost it all really fast like you know it, it wasn't a huge thing with Ollie I think I gained 60 pounds <laughs> and like I felt great like and it took a little bit of time but I've been consistently eating 26 to 3600 calories a day like you said based on how I feel um especially now he's nine months so like you know Mm-hmm. there's a little bit less of the, like you said, demand on my body to just produce, produce, produce. Um, but yeah, it's been cool to see just my body do what it needs to, to keep a human alive and release weight whenever it felt like it was safe enough to do it. Um, because I held on to probably an extra like 20 pounds postpartum and it was like, okay, well, if this is what my body needs right now, because we had a lot going on, we were getting ready to move cross country. We had a lot of stressors. Legitimately, as soon as we moved and got settled, that just like went away. Like I didn't do anything special. Mm-hmm. I really had to keep with the mindset of, you know what? I'm going to just continually nourish my body. I know that that's what this, that's what my body needs. And I'm just going to trust that when it feels safe enough to release that extra weight, it does. And it did like it, it legitimately felt like it was overnight. Like one day I couldn't fit in my pants. And then the next day I could, which is crazy, you know? Um, it is. So, and I think women forget like <laughs> your body holds on to so much inflammation post, like immediately postpartum, like for the first month, I would say easily. Yeah. Like just from the trauma of birth, really? Yeah that like it's not even like I with my last set of twins I gained yeah like 20 something pounds which is wild because 15 of that was bam straight up baby yeah (laughs) um so and I ate I mean I tried to eat as much I really ate as much as I have ever ate like I tried so hard to eat so much which obviously at the end is hard there's just like no room like yes your stomach (laughs) is so small I remember talking um, about that with you. It's <laughs> so hard. I was so stressed. Yes. Um, but I, when I left the hospital or when I got home from the hospital, I lost like those 20 pounds immediately. And then within like another month and a half, I lost another 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. And like your body knows what it's doing. <laughs> yeah. Like if you're holding on to weight, don't curse your body. Like mm-hmm. figure out why it feels it needs that weight. Like, it's just such a like new way to think when you're when you view weight as like not a curse but like a symptom. It's not a cause, it's a symptom. Yes. Because your body knows what it's doing. And like you said, yeah, like you're if the worst thing in the world is you're holding on to a little weight for your body to nourish another human being, like big freaking deal. <laughs> what in the world? Like come on. Yeah. What's the problem here? Like, yeah. and, and, and then when you are in a place where you can let that go, like figure out why your body is holding on to it. Because I promise you all the other symptoms you're dealing with are worse yeah. than a few extra pounds. And when you get rid of those, your body will probably let go of a few extra pounds. It doesn't need to be safe from those other symptoms anymore. Yeah. That's what I try to get with my clients on is like, 
look, let's look at all of your other biomarkers first. Like if your temps suck, if your pulse is low, if your digestion is whack, if you can't sleep, if your skin is bonkers, like all of these things, oh, mood again, like if you're easily triggered, all of these things are way more important than a couple extra pounds, like, or even 20, 30 extra pounds, whatever it is. Like Right. I almost guarantee you that once even just your temperatures start raising, you're going to see those yeah. much faster. Well, you, yeah, there was a, um, I have this on my, on my Instagram, there was, they did a study on the metabolism and just by being up, I think it was like, it was not even, I don't even think it was a full degree. It wasn't even a full degree. Your body will naturally burn 200 to 300 more calories a day just by being alive. Yeah. by having your body temperature up of one degree yeah so if you're sitting at 95 this is a whole new topic we're getting in a whole new thing now yes yeah <laughs> you're not going to you're not going to use your calories the right way if you're sitting at 95 degrees well yeah because 95 is considered hypothermia and the human and women are walking around like that yeah every day I found a screenshot of my temperature from two years ago and it was in the 95 when I was doing my BMT two years ago, postpartum, I guess it was three years now, postpartum with Sparrow, um, 95 degrees. And I'm just like, holy crap. Like I'm in the 98s now. That's insane. I cannot believe I was ever so cold. I know so many things. Okay. We could easily, obviously, I know, you know, we, <laughs> I, I feel like if people saw like our voice memo text, <laughs> like, okay this makes sense why they're talking so much because we could talk about this for hours and hours and hours um but can you tell us a little bit about where we can get more information from you from what resources do you have where can people find you to learn more from you um tell us a little bit about that and then yeah we'll close up yes um so I do I have a lot of free information on Instagram I have a it's ton awesome. of free information <laughs> in my um like in my highlights, which I always direct people to like, take all the free information you can get first yes. because build up your stores of knowledge that way. Um, and then I have links in my bio. I have a thyroid um, ebook guide um, that I made kind of like goes over pretty much all the things I wish I knew when I started in condensed into one spot. So it gets, it definitely goes into like the nerdy like details, science details, but it also is just like an overview of like, here's all the points you're going to hit when you are like first learning on like, why are my temps low? Why is, why is my mood crazy? Why, how, how have I been under eating this much? Like, what do I eat? Hormones, all the things. It has recipes in there. Um, I also have a meal, um, a meal guide for people who are looking to get enough calories and fourth, it has 4,000 grams, uh, milligrams, not grams. Oh my God. <laughs> 4,000 milligrams of potassium a day, which so is extremely important. Yes. Um, and then, so I have a meal guide for multiple different caloric intakes. And then I also have like a little mini postpartum guide from that I just made after the set of twins that kind of just hits bullet points of like, um, just some nerd facts. Like we just talked about, like, why are so many women in this state in the first place? What meals did you eat? Like, what did I put in my hospital bag? Because I like gave birth in the hospital. I think home birth is amazing and wonderful. And I wish I could have experienced it. And there's so many women who feel the same as me. You can have a crunchy, mineral, wonderful birth at the hospital. Yes. Even if things didn't go the way you wanted them to go, 
you can feel like you're in control of some things. So I just wanted to make that clear in my guide too. Like this isn't just for like all these amazing people who can do this at home. This is for the hospital. This is what I brought to the hospital. Like awesome. These are the things I made clear. Like, so I think that's important too. So I have those resources right now. Um, I'm always adding new things. So who knows? We'll be there in the future. <laughs> oh, so many, so many things. I'm excited for all the things. Okay. Well, great. Well, thank you so much for getting on today. Thank you for your time. I really hope that to y'all that are listening, I really hope that y'all enjoyed this chat and we will see you next week. If you found this podcast helpful or encouraging, would you mind leaving us a rating or review? I love hearing from you. So be sure to shout us out on Instagram and tag me at Cassidy.Wellfell and we'll be sure to shout you right back out. Let's get this message to as many women as possible. Until next time, friend.